Hey, this is Justin with Define Audio Video, and I'm with Mr. Grain. Hey. Oh. And then there's me, Tony, the Forgotten. The Forgotten. I am with the Forgotten and our very first special guest. You cannot have more than one first guest on the show. And we have our first guest, our resident high-tech redneck, Mr. Grain, as we like to call him, because it says literally says it on the back of his license plate, which is also equally awesome. Awesome. There you go. And we're we're gonna get him to say Harry Potter at least once before he leaves. Oh, because, by the way, am I allowed to use cuss words in this? You can. We'll just bleep them out. Well, we're no. trying to keep it PG-ish, you know, but, yeah. you know, just as much as we can because we're trying to be all general audiences except Tony. He's got a potty mouth, so you never know what's going to come out of Tony's mouth. But with that being said, I'm Justin. And I'm Tony. And I'm Harry Potter. <laughs> And now it's a show. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. No. So uh, we're with Ian today. He had a couple of points from some of our recaps. So we're going to kind of go into that. But first, Tony and I want to know, Ian's, what got you started into audio video moment? How old were you? What, what got you started in it? What created your technology obsession with your amazing cool glasses that I'm going to try to keep Tony from stealing? moment well technically i'm a technical person and i was in computing from like when i left school in 1970 blah 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 um so it was never really about audio until mp3 stuff came out okay but prior to that i was i was just a pop music consumer on so pop the radio. Music, what part of the UK were you from, Ian? Oxford. Oxford. Okay. So yeah. all, what side of the tracks? Wasn't there a couple side like there was yeah, the they, proper side of the tracks or well, there was the No, they don't it's, yeah. It's not like comparing where you came from to up here. It's right. it's more like town and gown, they call it. Okay. So you High got, cotton. Yeah, yeah. You got <laughs> I might bring something else up about high cotton and well. Anyway, um you've got the town okay and you've got the gown well gown represents all the university types gotcha oxford along with cambridge okay. aka oxbridge is like the ivy league of the uk so but pop music what you refer to as pop music over there was different than what we call pop music over here or did it skate the same world because pop music was more rock for you right uh, it was for me but prior to being an absolute rock Nut, amongst other things right. um, music was pop music as played on the radio which in those days was the BBC the B this is the BBC <laughs> right. home right. service right. I don't know it was like and it was it was state owned state run and it was censured okay they would not play stuff that they thought was unsuitable for minors so did the Beatles get played on there at all yes they did Okay. Yes. Even though they had long, crazy hair yeah. and all kinds of things. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, anything with any, anything with any um, message, whatever was was excluded. What um, about UK art? Not UK. American artists were American artists played over there too, or did they make even make it to the charts? Yes, they did. Okay. Um, we we can do some comparisons on charts back from like back in the sixties when yeah. I was, and you'll find 
quite a lot of American artists. Okay, so what it age... wasn't it wasn't an American invasion like you had a Brit invasion here. <laughs> right, no kidding. But yeah. yes, yeah. there were a lot of artists that we knew. I mean, same thing with TV. We got American TV shows. I mean, right. you know, I can't remember the name of it, the Banana Bunch or something on Saturday mornings. Mm. But anyway. What was started? Pop, what age? It was pop music. Kid, little yeah, kid, kid. Yeah. You know, teenager. Yeah. My my mother was into the Beatles. She had all their albums okay. at the time. That was about the only thing. Oh, and the Carpenters. Okay. You Karen know, Carpenter like my, rest my annual yeah. Christmas present to my mother was the latest Carpenters album. She thinks, mom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how do you disguise a twelve-inch vinyl as a gift? Well, you find a box it fits in that's bigger than twelve inches and right. whatever. So yeah. anyway, that was whatever. So, but then. I'd listen to music on the radio. Okay. Um, and when I say radio, I'm talking like a little transistor radio that looks like a little leather box with a big dial on the front. Um, Pirate radio. And because we couldn't listen to some stuff on the BBC, um, 247 metres medium wave, Radio 1, <laughs> we would listen to 208 metres on the medium wave, which was Radio Luxembourg, broadcasting out of Belgium somewhere. Wow. And Radio Caroline, which was broadcasting off of a ship we floating around. We have four fans in Belgium, by the way. You do. <laughs> it says it on the thing. Yeah, you if you look be... at the analytics, we have four fans know. in well, Belgium. Well, they were we broadcasting no from, yeah. it might have been Germany yeah. or whatever, but they were broadcast. Yes, they were technically called pirate radio because they were broadcasting yeah. stuff that the European countries and the UK said, you can't broadcast this because it's like unsuitable for whatever reason. It is censored. So what's interesting is the Beatles over there were very much accepted, but when they came over to the United States, they weren't because of the way... Well, they weren't with parents. They were with right. teenagers and... And they the were all exploded. part of that revolution, probably right. with Elvis, where, right. you know, oh, God, this person... Well, Elvis was doing the whole gyrating, yes. move, crazy dance and moves these, and... At, yeah. Look at these guys with all this long girly hair and yeah. you know like oh yeah. it's, it's irreverent it's but that wasn't a big deal over there where you were at. it was with the older generations still but as with every well, been the same as here though right well because i remember my mom was telling me when she was a little girl she wasn't allowed to listen to the beatles because of their hair like her dad would not less let her listen to the beatles because they were they looked like just like Ian said, but they girl. used to they used to wear suits. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the Ed Sullivan show when they came on there, like they're all in proper suits and ties right. and look like, but they've got all this hair. So teenager radio, that's what got you into up until the point all the things up until the point when there was a TV show called Top of the Pops that had like a selection of this week's top. 20 on it so that um, would have been like vh1 or mtv before yes, mtv when mtv actually played music that would have been it was one show on lane. the bbc once a week on a thursday night and it would have they were all lip syncing anyway so they somebody in the back was putting the 45 on the thing and playing it <laughs> and then so whoever was there that's what super, they do now but it's kind of like yeah. the super bowl now yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they were all you know, every, everybody who was anybody who was in the charts was on it. And right. <clears throat> the one I remember was Queen. Okay. And for some reason, they couldn't be in the studio to lip sync their song, so they sent in a video. And it's been credited with being the first pop video, and it's the one where the thing zooms back and you see multiple Freddie Mercury's like pictures. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, 
Um, but like, they were they were controversial though because of Freddie Mercury in um, the UK or yes, no? Not really at that time. Okay. It wasn't it wasn't a big gay scene thing like right. oh he's a gay although right. although my father because. He he was uh, he was old school and came from old school just wasn't and allowed. Yeah. like look at that you know they're a bunch of poofters yeah which was Got a, it. you know the word okay. for gay back yeah yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah well he was kind of right but he was kind of wrong because right. they just had long hair it was like the Beatles because well, I don't think he announced he didn't announce it until much later no. right in his career, so it's like the Beatles was, they yeah. had long hair but in this case it was longer right right and it was like. Gotcha. It, so I wasn't allowed to watch it. So tune into two hundred eight. Did it whatever. anyway, like Listen a teenager. To Queen, but then <laughs> it's like okay. So you know, I'm getting a little bit of income from various yeah. odd jobs. So I go to the local music store and I bought Killer Queen, which was the first album I ever bought. Right. And then immediately went back and bought Queen One, Queen Two, and I bought every single so Queen, Queen album. So after. you were just a Queen nut then. Yeah, but at the same Love time, that. I'm like talking to my mates at school about you know somebody said well have you heard of Pink Floyd and I was like no I oh said, yeah you know so he lent me what's your favourite Pink Floyd album Wish You Were Here okay interesting he actually lent me so that. how does Brick in the Walls stack up against that to you Brick in the Walls good I like that okay. um, I actually had I had it on 12 inch vinyl which I've still got so did Bohemian hit in the UK like it hit because I think Bohemian, Bohemian when Bohemian Rhapsody came out here, it was we were that was just there that was the thing that put Queen that Mike Myers. showed yep. right that showed well even before Mike Myers yeah. when yeah. that album but, hit here that was the thing that put them on the the radar of in the United States and but, not the but for you was that a big was that album a big deal for you or was Queen one and two better. No, Queen 1 and 2 was early stuff, and I've since collected some other stuff where they did what they called the BBC Sessions, where okay. they played a lot of their early stuff. And their early stuff is more raw. Okay. You know, you can you can see yeah. how they developed over the years. But I just like the fact that they incorporated so many different styles. Well, in, Freddie in, Mercury and Brian, I mean, they were geniuses. Yeah. And, I mean, Brian, Brian, he's one of the few guitarists that's actually a also an audio engineer as well and he's classically trained and he's just he's a brilliant musician absolutely brilliant i can't remember the drummer but he was they Roger were Taylor. all just amazing yeah, yeah yeah they all freaking are amazing i yeah. mean yeah if you've ever seen the movie bohemian rhapsody it kind of gives you the whole backstory but they were all from academic backgrounds yeah. with phds every, every I mean, one of them brian yeah. may's an astrophysicist yeah you know it's like and he's got he's got doctorates coming out of his kazooie but, yeah and then he played the guitar for a living which is he's yeah. brilliant that too but so. he developed I mean, he built his own guitar. Have you ever read that story? No. Where, oh, no, I need man. to go see that. And he's still, you know, the Brian May special, it's called. Yeah. And it's like, it's just, he still plays it. Well, a version of it. I mean, he has several, but he's always made them. And he, his, his dad helped him make it. So getting you, so your aha moment, this is the coolest thing, was being able to record audio off the radio and then just discovering well, music. That you was, that was kind of a yeah, that was kind of a technical thing that right. I got from my dad. You know, we can right. we can fiddle so around. Your dad with these. was a very electronic, yeah, I mean, guy. Tony, was your dad electronic? Was he like that? My dad was a machinist. Okay, like he just built stuff out of air. My dad yeah. built the first TV in the village where he lived. Oh, that's cool. You See, know, we're talking tubes or valves, yeah, whatever you call them. Yeah, um, and it was to watch some like the coronation of Queen Elizabeth. 
back in 1900 and frozen to death. How big was the TV? Like, oh, it's probably a little round inches, 10 inch screen. Inches, yeah. 10, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, no, I have. I it have was my, like. My dad was where I got my electronic bug from, definitely. It just, he was. He was very much like my brother Jason. He could just fabricate out of thin air, yeah. you know, things, and and uh, that sort of rubbed off on me in a different way. But it, the uh, dad was the technical one in our house. You know, he was always encouraging you know us to learn things, and you know, we would build things, or if we'd find things in the attic and try to make them work, he'd be like, "Oh no, 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 we need to do this," you know, and. There were so many different things, so yeah. So yeah. I was very heavily influenced by my by my dad on the electronic. Well, I, th I think world my first it. radio prior to the thing I used for listening to this pirate radio was actually <clears throat> a crystal radio that was a little set that my dad bought. Like right, oh, little... that you like the Radio Shack. What we would have as a Radio yeah. Shack yeah. thing, yeah. To, and it was just a build. box of bits, and it didn't have yeah. a, it didn't even have battery or power or anything. It was just you put it all together and plugged an earpiece in, and you could. You can tune in, and, and it's called a crystal radio or something. What, what did you say your first turntable was? You were telling me the other day. It was a pan. It was that no, it was that Sanyo, Sanyo. portable thing that I showed okay, you. Okay, right, with the built-in speaker. Yeah, it looked like a suitcase from <laughs> James Bond. You know, you you flipped open the catches, lifted the top off, it became two speakers. It had a record deck, a tuner, and a cassette player built in. So tell there was a kid that brought one of those. Yeah, Crosley has made a lot of like similar to those things well, now well this one wasn't even a crosser this was like an old old one and a kid brought it in to get tony to modify it and tony was like man uh tony's like, like dude this is a museum he's piece. like i'm I not i'm not touching this with a 10-foot pole <laughs> because you need to you, this somebody would buy this without it working you know yeah no i, re I remember that tony gets those he sees that kind of stuff coming in all the time like that uh, so your start into the the electronics world was just you, you know your dad was into it and then you heavily influenced influenced by rock music you know and that that's what started getting you into the recording and and all that stuff so yeah so I installed whatever I could into whatever car I had and yeah in those days my first car was a mini like the original mini like the like the OG not this the crap OG, they, they not the crap they call minis CC now Sir Alec Isagonis, who designed it, so they said to him, why, did, why is there no radio in it? And he said, because it would be distracting to the driver right. and there's no room for it. Okay. So I had a radio plugged in somewhere in the car, but yeah, it's like, let's put whatever we can into whatever car we've got. So okay. cassette decks or radios or subwoofers by the time I finished. Huge subwoofers by the time I finished. <laughs> Did you, is there a particular brand or are they just all homemade? You go to the I like think speaker JBL. JBL. Yeah, I didn't realize JBL was over there in um, the UK like some, that. Some big amp that was strapped to the top of it that was in it was in the trunk. That's where he got the name. Actually, no, who who gave you the name? Bobby. High Tech Red Bobby Do Bobby Dotson. Bobby. Yeah, Bobby Dotson gave Shout me a name. Shout out to Bobby. Shout out to Bobby. We totally miss you. And where the heck are you, by the way? Uh, uh, he was named High Tech Redneck after we had seen he had a theater room upstairs we came over and we had seen that Ian had created a projector mount out of PVC pipe and this was I think I think it was before lens shift right so he had this adjustable to where he could move it up and down 
But well, what happens? It's still there. I mean, it's, it? he still uses it. It's yeah. still and he and it's a Mitsubishi projector, so it's still it's, it's like it's, he'd give Tony a run for his money in some of the things he still owns. So. Yeah, and his PVC pipe, the cables run down the back and don't show. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's beautifully done. Yeah, it's absolutely it's beautifully piece, done. It's got a piece of MDF, right, bolted to the bottom, <laughs> and then it's got three the bottom wing nut screws mm -hmm. and I just generally need to adjust the top one depending whether it's summer or winter because the house moves when it gets hot and cold <laughs> so it will go up and so down you need adjustability yeah but it projects onto my high-tech redneck screen which actually I bought in Joanne Fabrics over here it's <laughs> bad for the, he did not buy it from over there that's bad for business no <laughs> <laughs> well it was just blackout material and I, yeah. I bought some decent wood and it actually looks really darn good I've, I've actually seen this setup and it looks really darn good it's so, still hanging on the same two nails that I put it up on so you give Tony a run for the money on projector and screen Tony gives you a run for your money on plasma screen because I don't oh, think yeah. you have plasma no, screen I wouldn't have touched one of those with a 10 foot pole anymore and wow what's wrong with plasma screen oh dear Tell me why Oh, no, Just we're, we're, let's move on. Oh, dear. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, but... We could go on to VHS. He actually gives Tony a run for the money, believe it or not, on movie collection, meaning to, uh, I think Ian sits at about, what, 1,500 discs for yeah. movies now? And I have all the discs. He has all the discs, so... But they're all ripped. Yeah, he, they're all ripped or, or legal, uh, legally Copy. digitized. My we personal should say. Copy. His personal copy, and then Tony is, uh, what, 600 plus on his side. And how many VHS do you have? Uh, probably about 25, 30. Okay, Tony's this, got you beat on VHS then. It's a mixed bag, and I, I brought some with me because they were not heirlooms, but... I wonder how many movies... Sentimental value. Do you have more it. movies than Aaron? I don't know. Because Aaron's got a lot of movies, too. I don't know if he finished his it, disc library or he gave up halfway through. I don't know. If you, it depends if you include duplicates. If you add duplicates in, I'm over 2,000. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Well, because I I think I gave you what was left of my movie No, you never did. No, I, ever, I kept asking okay. you forever and ever and ever, and then you said, no, I haven't got them anymore. Oh, I think Tony has them. He gave them to me. Yeah. No, I think Tony got them. When I moved from the last Sitting house. in the living room. When I moved from the last house, I think, actually, I didn't. It's not my fault. G gave them to, to Tony, I think, because G was like, here, take these. And he then, told me about 20 years ago I could have these discs. And I was like, well, I tried to get them back. I tried to get my disc collection back, and then it was given to somebody. It's short. Uh, that's right. dramatic well, whatever, story. I've, so. I've got more movies than I know what to do with right now. True. Yeah, no, I think, I, I think I'm right at 1,000. Movies. At some point, uh, I'm st I'm behind you though, but I'm definitely behind you because I think you and I are the ones that journeyed on to our movie collection obsessions. And this is before you know I even well, knew T was, was back, a movie this collector. Was back in the day when we were like looking at digitizing people's collections. Yeah, Kaleidoscape was in the middle of getting sued. I remember that. And there and was my Raspberry Pi device. On. Raspberry Pi, yeah, thirty-two dollar hardware that that by the way a nineteen thousand dollar audio video processor runs off of. 
I won't say the name of that processor, but it does, because uh, they didn't change the name when, when you put it on the network. It was a 19, high, really high-end audio processor, put it on the network, it says Raspberry Pi, and I'm like, really, guys? It's 20 grand. But yeah, no, so, um, but yeah. So Ian, our high-tech redneck, came in the store to talk about all the things, because it's the weekend recap. We can, everything, anything goes. So whatever you guys want to talk about technology-wise, or what we've already talked about that we forgot to talk about, all kinds of stuff. You know, we Ian knows he's he's started listening, and you know he knows we. In fact, I think direct quote he was talking to his radio, expecting for a interjecting, re, expecting a rebuttal. So therefore, we've always had an open door policy for Ian uh, to to jump in just because his voice sounds way cooler than ours. Maybe not Tony's. Tony's got a cool voice too, uh, but. And I have to put you right on things. Yeah, he has to, he has to put you right. Well, that's not quite right. Yeah, no. So, and um, I'm going to get that accent right at some point. So, anyway. As long as you don't do it like Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, no. no. Hello. Hello. Yeah, yeah. No, I was thinking you were going there when you were talking about BBC. However, <coughs> so, uh, Ian, what would you like to talk about as far as your rebuttals? Would you want, you want to start about cutting the cord, or do you want to jump into disc versus streaming, or any of the things? Any of the things. Disc versus streaming, I'm old school. I like to pay for something and have it in my hand. Okay, pay for it and head. See, Teaser's T jumping in on there. It's yeah. Like, okay, I'm I'm with modern technology. I don't mind digitizing it. I don't mind downloading the code to have it in some digital library. But at the end of the day, if that platform screws up and loses a license and says you can't watch this movie anymore that you paid twenty bucks for, it's like, well, I can because I've got it. Look, here it is. I've got it. And which is partially to the same point that I was making is that I have the physical copy. I can take it over to my player and play it right then. I don't have to worry about, well, is it still on this streaming platform or that streaming platform? I can just go grab my disc, put it in the player, watch it. I don't have to yeah. worry about licensing agreements and stuff like that. So I've got some nice collections. I mean... I've got a big collection because I buy collections or people give me them. It's not like I went out and paid between five and twenty bucks for every disc. I bought See I did. I bought a three hundred disc collection for a hundred dollars. Right, yeah. No, you found them at pawn shops and garage sales Used to be and pawn a lot shops, of that stuff. But then yeah. it's like Woodlands Online, whatever it's called. Um, some guy had a three hundred disc collection that was in his R V, got rid of his R V, sold me the whole lot for a hundred. They were in one of those just cases that you put discs in loose mm -hmm. I went and bought a box of cases and I printed labels for them so they all look real so the Best Buy debacle um, the Best Buy debacle what's going on with Disney uh, you know uh, getting out of Disney disc production and then Sony they're trying to I don't know if it's completely uh, we haven't found that out right have we Tony if it's completely negotiated yet uh, I was looking earlier I mean pretty much like deal is done sony's gonna take over you know making them and all of that just because disney just doesn't want to deal with that right part of yeah it well and i also think sony's gonna go down with the ship you know sony's the one that created blu-ray uh they're still making the players they're one of the few electronic companies that are still continuing to make blu-ray players right now um and and i think it's gonna go down with the ship so Ian, how does that what do you think 
What do you think about that? How does the Best Buy... I don't know. I wouldn't... Because you didn't buy the Best Buy anyway, I, right? Once upon a time, when they used okay. to have whole racks of everything, right. you'd go in, yeah, buy this movie, that movie, whatever you wanted it was. Like, But you buy them on, what, Amazon now? Oh, and just buy them on that Amazon. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah buy a, a three-movie disc set. So what's for, your crystal ball theory? Do you think that the movie studios are going to re- release stores like that on Amazon to sell any type of movie and disc and things like that? I think that would be like the that? answer. I think bricks yeah. and mortar are going downhill in every department, not just yeah. in this. I mean, Best Buy, okay, they're not going to sell this anymore, but at some point, when are they going to stop selling TVs and washing machines and everything else? Because Amazon sell them all, and you just go online, you can have it delivered the next day. Doesn't that make you sad, though, in some ways? Not really. Okay. It's kind of getting to the point where I don't want... I, you don't want to go anywhere anyway. <laughs> I don't want to go. No, I don't want to go and park up at the mall and walk in and go to the Microsoft store or Apple store or whatever unless I really, really have to. Lego store maybe, but Tony. <laughs> um, well, the the things are, the things are. The thing is, you see so much about crime these days that it's like I don't want to go to a big public place like. But that. you don't. But when you buy a high ticket item, you don't want to smell it, touch it. To have it tangible what, to where no, you can see you if it's something high, you want or not. What do you call a high ticket item? No, so say you buy an AV receiver for a thousand bucks, or you buy a washer, a washing machine, or a dryer, right. or a refrigerator, or but whatever. I, you don't want to open the doors and look at it or anything like that. The only thing I bought full price since I've been here was the Mustang. Because that was your thing. You always wanted American yeah. muscular. Yeah. Now, so anyway, but anything in the house, it's if it if it's working why do i need to replace it if it doesn't work i'm not going to replace it i'll fix it if i can't fix it then i'm going to have to consider it and that's why we call him the high-tech redneck ladies and gentlemen (laughs) okay if we run into a situation where we can't fix it we ask ian (laughs) i had or we had back in the day i think the biggest tv we could get in that old-fashioned entertainment armoire center thing was a 43 inch samsung tv with the narrow bezels and that was it. But then one day, a neighbour called me and he said, our house got struck by lightning, I've got all this stuff, and basically it's the insurance to pay for, I'm throwing it out, there's a 75-inch TV, do you want it? I said, what's wrong with it? He said, I'm not really sure, but... Board's any- blown, right? Wasn't that, wasn't yeah, board- and he said, anything I plug into the HDMI doesn't show, but... I said, okay, he brought it around on his truck. I plugged it in. He still had his Netflix account logged in on his <laughs> smart app so I could watch Netflix on it, if nothing else. But <laughs> it was a, basically a free TV. By the way, if your Netflix account stopped working, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> well, it didn't last for long because, I mean, the Netflix account. Right, the, right, the t- right, right. The TV right. lasted. Yeah. It's still there. I still use you it. still use it. It cost me 40 bucks to fix to it. To fix a probably $900 television. Yeah, because it had just the HDMI input board was shot. I got one on eBay. 10 minutes, boom, working. So we had to get rid of the armoire because it wouldn't fit in there. So, you know, furniture changed. But I don't generally... I mean, <laughs> in terms of tech, when I bought the projector for the media room... I researched a long, long time and eventually just bought the one that I thought was going to be best. And it's worked for me. So collectively, what would you say, how much would you say you have invested in your disc library? 
I, I know Tony and I were calculating his, but Tony bought a lot of his at full price, so his was yeah. like between nine to twelve grand was somewhere in there. Yeah, I'm nowhere near that. I mean, a very very rough guess, probably two two and a half, if that. Okay. I mean, I do buy new discs, so you know. I just, well, you I, said that you bought the Expendables series on Amazon. Yeah, but that was only yeah. six dollars for three yeah. three movies. Three movies. But yeah. I bought Bohemian Rhapsody. I bought Dial of Destiny. I bought Top Gun Maverick, all on Blu-ray. Okay, not Ultra HD Blu-ray, just Blu-ray. Bohemian Rhapsody was okay, but that was because it was well 4K, whatever. But that was because you got the online version of it at the same resolution, so I can watch it like that but no it's just a standard blu-ray i think okay um or i think it came with both actually um but most most of the dvds and blu-rays i've got are where people have either donated their collections because they didn't want them anymore or i've picked them up at garage sales or online just for peanuts people don't want a lot of money for them they, they don't want to take up the real estate in their the home. last lady i yeah. bought a box of discs from she said, she was, when, when I was leaving, she said, now I'm going to go and message my daughter now because she said I'd never sell them. And I was like, well, if you sell them cheap enough, you're going to sell them. Right. But mine, I've got two, three shelves in the media room which have got what I call the good stuff on, the collections, right. the, all the Harry Potter movies, all the James Bond movies, the X-Files box set collection. <laughs> Some Everything. Batman. I've even got a Batman one that you'd like because it's got a mask, free rubber mask in it. <laughs> oh no, you sent me a picture of that one. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, you sent me a picture. That was the Christopher Nolan series. Yeah, I and think. I've got. Yeah, the Dark Knight series. I've got collections that I've picked up when I've been back home. Okay. Um, like when I was back there last September, I went into a charity shop and the DVDs were like. A pound each or something. I don't know. They were pretty cheap, but I bought the whole series of the UK version of The Office, which is ten times better than the version here. But that's beside the point. I can imagine. Yeah. Um, what else did I get recently? The complete TV series for four seasons plus bonus stuff. So every, I mean, uh, something called Black So Adder. disc versus streaming. Do do you find streaming offensive in that realm? You know, as far as the movie it, realm. No, I don't find it offensive at all. It's there. I watch, I watch movies. You watch it all the time. No, I don't okay. watch it all the time. But I told you, I watched Oppenheimer the other day, which right. was either on Peacock or Prime. I right. can't remember now. Yeah. Which I have both of those, but not because I subscribe to them, because I want to watch movies on them, but I'm a Prime subscriber. Right, so it's there. Yeah. And it's there. Um, okay. Because I have Fire TVs, I've got the Xfinity Stream app. Okay. So I don't pay for boxes. That's we're going down a different line there, but that's, but that's okay. No, it's still streaming. I'm just, I mean, I'm, just it's still streaming. I'm just segueing into the other subject of. So, but but let me ask you that. So, you don't think discs are going anywhere? You think discs are? Cause, so Tony's theory. Tony, go ahead and recap your theory. Well, my theory is that you know, basically, like you just said, they're they're not really going anywhere. They're just gonna be. Um, smaller quantities in like retailer and yeah. retail outlets where you've got like small kiosk of recent titles, not just where you can go buy just like you know a random title. Yeah, the grocery store effect. You know, yeah. kind of when you see them on the end cap or whatever. So you're not. So the days of you know the other thing 
which kind of goes against what you just said, Ian, was um, so part of Tony's theory is he thinks boutique stores are going to pop up. Yeah, for I can see DVDs that. and Blu-rays, very that. much like vinyl, like music yeah, has has that. kind of had. A, we've had a resurgence in music stores, which that warms my heart. When I was a kid, that's what we did. That's what you did. You went to the mall. You went to the music store. Or you or went the comic to book shop. yeah, or the comic book shop. Yeah, and to me, that part makes me happy that that's a thing. You know, and it will and, make prices go up. There'll be a premium. You won't buy you won't buy DVDs at five bucks like you do in Walmart anymore. So, what is your view on something like um, if you were starting all over again, but you still had the avid movie collected collection bug? Would something like Kaleidoscape darken your doorway? No, no, never. No, because it's far too expensive. Okay. I'm not saying I can't afford it. I'm just saying I think it's far too expensive. Okay. I, I don't consume a great deal of visual stuff right now. I'm getting back more into listening to the audio To stuff. music. Yeah. Okay. Um, for all sorts of reasons. But yeah. yes, I still watch TV, but I'll watch a selection of network shows or a movie comes along. I think I watched... Was it Prime Ab, the Mario movie or something a little while ago? It's like, oh yeah, well I don't, I don't need it in my collection. I'm not going to go and get it from Redbox. I can watch it for nothing. I'm probably never going to watch it again. So, it was good. Right. I'm a Mario t- nerd. So let me ask. Here's kind of a sidewinder question on that. If, and you may not know, you may you may not know because you haven't seen a direct comparison. When you do, but you're oh, you are a disc warrior, and you do do a lot of digitization ish things. Yeah, ripping. Rip. Yeah, <laughs> ripping. Ripping. Uh, ripping. It's a ripping good time. Yeah. No. So, um, do you see quality differences between if you were to take a disc of your Top Gun Maverick and your rip of Top Gun Maverick? Is there a quality difference? Yes, but okay. I have the software tuned so that it's not as bad. I spent a long, long time doing it using, I think it was the first Hunger Games movie. Oh, good. That was a pain in the rear end to re- to, <coughs> to do that, pro- to, to not do that process well, with. But yes, that was, and Rambo. There was another, there was yeah, a Rambo movie that there was, was, there was, was one, also There was one scene way. in that first Hunger Games movie where she's in a room with a guy and right. there, there is a wall behind them that is it's one colour blue but right. because of the light oh I thought you were talking about the chapter scramble thing oh no no, oh, I, yeah. no I don't have that problem um, there was a, a, a wall blue wall behind them but because of electric light it was a shade of dark at the top or going all the way down to right. the bottom right so the settings in the software you could adjust for either size or quality but you just I did it I probably did it two or three dozen times just to play and then yeah. comparing it to the original Blu-ray and it got to the point where I found a setting where you couldn't see any distinction going down the screen so no noisy ants running well in not, the back. not yeah. just ants but I'm talking yeah. about bands of different colour blues going okay. down the screen it's like it's like heavily compressed JPEG so yeah. That is my level of compression. It gives me a certain size of file, and I'm happy with that. But if I watch that same movie on streaming, 
I guarantee you'll see that banding. Well, right, because it's it's that file, as Tony and I had discussed before, has been compressed to to around to seven death. gigabits to death. Yeah, yeah, no. So you went from, but most of what we've seen between streaming, compression, and the disc has been more on the audio side that's been really smacked hard less on the video side because well, i have a feeling they think if it doesn't look good you're not going to sit there and watch it you know so yeah that's that's kind of i don't know who these people are they don't speak to me um i when i watch something yes i want a good picture but i want to be able to hear it i want to be able to hear what the people are saying and that's been your gripe uh, now that gripe has it been with disc as well, or is it was is it been it's with streaming too? Somewhat with disc, but but more with streaming. Yeah. And is that on your audio system upstairs too, or just your soundbar scenario? Because I have a theory on the, if it's just your soundbar. Don't know. Okay. Couldn't, couldn't comment on that. Okay. The the room upstairs is absolutely. It looks more like an attic at the moment. Okay. I haven't used it in what two three years. Yeah. Gotcha. So. Well, you've had some things going on. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's. It's like we always had to have the subtitles on. To hear vocality. Now, yeah. my wife always had the subtitles on if it was a British show. Right. But also her hearing started going. So right. we always had the subtitles on. And then lately, it's like I don't need the subtitles anymore. So right. I turn them off. Right. Okay. And then it's like I'm sitting there. What do you say? What do you say? And I, so, I try to rewind, turn like, some subtitles back on, and, and like, oh, that's what he said. It's like you can't hear it because, and I've had this conversation with other people, and I've been told it's because of the amount of mixing that they don't do anymore. Or well, if you said it was on Amazon movies, I wouldn't be surprised, um, just because of the some of the things that Amazon yeah. has done to the sound formats and things like that. Amazon movies thus far have sounded the worst on those streaming platforms. Whether you're being, we are talking about Apple TV or Vudu or Movies Anywhere or whatever, Amazon movies seem to be the most offensive when well, with compression. I'm not an audiophile like you. And my main beef is I can't hear what the actors are saying. First snob. No, <laughs> I prefer picky. No. Um, so your general census is the Plex stuff enters the good enough category. But to my die on the hill point in episode one was Kaleidoscape. Your Plex server is not better than Kaleidoscape. Because no. that's the best. That's the thing on the forum. Everybody wants to. Whoever buys a Kaleidoscape, they want to get kicked. They get they get kicked in the crotch because they bought a Kaleidoscape, and and well, you should have done a Plex server. You should have done uh, the yeah, no, the I'm, this thing or what it was. Zapidi that also went out of business, by the way, because they got the Oblivion suit out of them. Uh, but that that's been the big gripe was that my Plex server is leaps and bounds as just as good as Kaleidoscape, and it's just not true. It isn't true. Yeah. But I I accept that. So, yeah, no, absolutely. The amount of movies that I'm going to watch more than once out of all the ones I've got is probably not many. And I don't care that they only came from a DVD rip. Right. Because I get a certain amount of upscaling anyway. Right. And even watching them from 12 feet away on a 75-inch TV, they look good enough they to me to watch. It, 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 exactly. It enters the good enough to me territory, which is what Tony and I discussed on the disc streaming. Things that hit the, the, 
the what hits the good enough territory where I don't have to get off my butt and go get a disc off my shelf or right. find it or right you know or like search for it on this service or that service. or hope my kid didn't put it in the wrong box. <laughs> I mean, do your kids care the quality of the picture? Also? No, they're glued, he's glued to his iPad the whole time. My, yeah. my kid has watched the same shows probably a thousand times. I don't think he even cares the quality. But wouldn't know the difference. But probably wouldn't because, care. But yeah. that's also because he's part of a generation that thinks MP3s sound good. Which they don't. They sound like crap. Oh, dear. Possibly. <laughs> well, from a sound engineer's point of view, they sound like crap. Yeah, because well, you're an expert but, in audio. Yeah, so yeah, that's but that's but but that's my job is to make good audio so that you can hear good audio, not sit there and say, "Oh, well, here's this crap. It's good enough. Here you go." But I just told you when I used to listen to the radio with a tinny little earpiece in my ear. I used to record music off of the radio myself, but I can sit there now and say, GD, this sounds like crap. <laughs> and now so, those cassettes, I look back now and I'm like, if I was to do to that it? now, I would punch myself in the throat. But you're not listening, but he's, you're, not, you're not still converting to MP3, are you? Or what are you doing yeah. on music? You convert, or are you doing MP4? No, the coming out as mp3s okay no, but you can I, but you I can still, still take an mp3 and have 256 oh yeah kilohertz of compression which sounds decent we're not talking about the og mp3 when cd burning first oh, came out no. that i think that's what apple itunes i stick my disc in it converts it to an mp3 and, and it's it puts it in my library. and it's lossless yeah no i i think you guys just we're on the wrong street on that one. So I get I get what you're saying, and I agree with what 100% what he's saying. But I think what he's doing is different than than how many how many song how much music do you have, dear Laura? I never asked you that question. A lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot. <laughs> I have a lot. How many CDs do you own? A lot. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I still buy them. Well, I lost two terabytes of music, so there's that. Oh, yeah, I know when your hard drive took a crash. Yeah. So, okay, so moving in from disc... So I've got two disc warriors in front of me. Neither one would jump on the... Kale is it, so the Kaleidoscape thing, is it, is it just... Is it a monetary thing? Yeah. Is that what it is? And I think that's the... Mon that's what you see on the forums as well. Is I, That's why it gets pooped on is because it's the monetary I thing. I don't have a problem with somebody who buys a Kaleidoscape. Right. Because it's like you, spend your money you got the money, it. you want to do spend it. on that, do it. You're gonna it's get like the best buying quality a supercharger for your Mustang. Yeah. yeah, it's just you want to do it. That's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. Yeah, it's and that's where all these conversations end up. Is there is no one answer. There is no one size. There's no right all. answer. It's subjective. A, it's yeah. subjective. What yeah. do you want? Absolutely. Yeah. No. What do you want to do? It's your it's your investment. What do you want to do? You know, when I saw Kaleidoscape. Uh, it was heaven parted, champagne flowing from the ceiling type of moment because it had it was what I was looking for because it was the best because I was relieved of my disc collection. It was the best format if I were to start 
again. Again. Yeah. Right. And and I think, but even now, as a, even looking at it as a, yes, I own one because we have a store, we have one, but it's, but personally, it's one of those things where it would be a big investment. It would be a huge. Here's the, but here's the cool thing that you didn't know about Kaleidoscape because we haven't taught, we haven't done our Kaleidoscape with Matt Scarborough yet from Kaleidoscape, but uh, thing. But you can take your DVD and Blu-ray library, and you can buy an external disc drive. And you, it, what you do is you put it in the dis, the external disc drive. It catalogs it in the app, and then it offers you a coupon for that movie. So, for instance, if you have Expendables one, two, and three, it and it'll it says, oh, you own the Blu-ray disc. So instead of charging you $19 for the movie, we're how about $13 for all three? You know, so it gives you a coupon for people that have disc libraries like that. Yes, I do realize that you're still reinvesting and spending the same amount of money to do it, which but uh, I just thought that was kind of cool that they were doing that. But that coupon isn't actually from Kaleidoscape, that's actually from the movie studios. That 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 sell the movie because when you jump in with Kaleidoscape, you it's a contractual thing from a movie studio. When you buy that movie, you're buying that copy from the studio, just like when you buy a disc, you're buying that copy from the studio. Meaning, if something happens with the actor, something happens with the movie studio, your copy is on that hard drive forever. So that's just a, just kind of a cool thing. So. It's still, to me... Expensive. <laughs> not just expensive, right. but at some point, where is your... You, you call it an investment. Right. If I buy a disc in a box, you could call it an investment. Sure. Because it's a tangible product. Right. I mean, it's like these things you can buy now called non-tangible somethings. It's like... Okay. NFTs, is that the right word? Not oh, the, 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 art, the silly artwork and yeah. all that... It's, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like spend a fortune NFTs, on something. I think you're an entire waste of money. Right, but the, it's kind of like that. All you guys do is find one you, idiot to buy it. It's, <laughs> yes, yes, you can access yes, it you because got it's on somewhere. But it's not tangible. It's not yeah. tangible. And I get it. That's what Tony's. That was Tony's point as well. I like to be able to stand behind my rack in my boxer shorts and view my collection and... It's just like owning your own movie video store. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the Kaleidoscape theory is more of I like I I can see that on a screen without getting off my butt. <laughs> Whatever. But I I think I'm I'm like a pack rat. I don't like to throw things away. I like to know that if I've bought something, it's there. It was, that it's there. But I think a lot more people these days, younger generations. I'm a baby boomer, so. You know, a lot younger generations, things are a lot more transient now. It's like right. here today, gone tomorrow, don't care. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I see that. If you haven't you haven't seen it in six months, then you don't need it. So the only thing the only thing that the younger generation get now that is permanent is tattoos. <laughs> Especially on their face. Why do well, people do that? <laughs> but yeah, we, we we digress. We digress. Okay, so going into your cord cutting argument uh, or rebuttal rebuttal a rebuttal well, a it rebuttal. wasn't a rebuttal it was just a couple of points couple that... points go for it no we we welcome yeah that's just because uh, the, there was a, a few, there's a several of them actually or a few of them you had well we were talking about or you were talking about 
cutting the cord. Well, you can't ever cut the cord because to watch the stuff you want to watch, you've got to have a cord. you got to have internet. You've got to have internet. Well, you said you have power cord too. Yeah, and a power so, cord. But, yeah. you, <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm cutting cut your, the cord, I'm cutting the cable. Well, yeah. if you cut the cable, where's your internet coming from? So right. these days, I don't know about AT&T. I have a, you know, AT&T are like that to me. Right. Um, well, especially now that they lost their cell network for a day. But yeah, <laughs> so I'm kind of still stuck with Xfinity, Comcast, whatever it's called, and I have a bundle which is high-speed internet. So you pay a buck fifty for your internet and your TV TV bundle. Yeah. bundle. So if I said, if I went to Comcast and said, okay, I want to drop the TV and just have internet, how much are they going to charge me for that same speed internet? Not half. Right. I mean, it's still going to be a big chunk of change just yep. for internet. I know a couple of people I could ask, but I, that's beside the point. Um, no, it's it's twenty. It's a if you want unlimited data, which you're which you're referring to, or you're going to, which you're segueing into, is data capping. Whereas they throttle your data, or they penalize you for going over a certain amount of yeah. I'm never going to I'm never going to hit a data cap. For, yeah, for one one person in a home. Yeah. can only watch one TV at a time or be streaming one radio station at a time, whatever. Well, it's two terabytes. I think the cap is two terabytes, which right, is a but, lot of information, Well, but, as we talked you know, about yesterday. When yeah. you've got a neighbor who's got five people in the family and they're all watching different stuff. Gamers are the biggest hogs because they use uploading. They upload. They want to upload videos of themselves playing video games while no, they're... Twitch yeah. or whatever it's called. Well, these are how they're making their money also. Some of them, but not most. But yes, yeah, correct. I mean, if so, you're a ninja, then yeah, absolutely, go for it. So I'm, I'm an Amazon Prime. I'm, I'm fully Alexified. Yes, you are. Thing. You actually have a monitor in your kitchen that moves as you move. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm Eroad as well, yeah, which is Amazon. Everything, everything's hooked together. I've got Amazon Echo clocks in the bedroom, which act as a stereo pair for the Fire TV that's on the bedroom yeah. thing, which is absolutely amazing, by the way. The fire cube or whatever? Or no, 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 just a fire stick. Oh. But it's got these two speakers linked to it, and so I've got stereo sound on Oh, the... I didn't know it would do that. Oh, yeah. It's, like, blew my mind when I uh, found Ian out. Ian does not work for Amazon, by the way. He's just obsessed. Oh, and those two clocks... <laughs> those two clocks are also Eero extenders by default. Oh, I did not know that. So... Well, that's, that's, well it makes sense, because so Eero anyway. owns... Or Amazon owns Eero. That's yeah. why I told you to go with Eero. We'll get to, that's a different Wi-Fi episode, Absolutely. but but that's why I told you to go with Eero because they've got the deepest piggy bank, you know, for technology. They're gonna just give it. Yeah, so I'm fully with their Eero I'm stuff. fully Amazon or Alexified, yeah. and so I, I'm an I'm an Amazon Prime. So, so you've got Comcast at a buck fifty. Yep. That's internet and TV. You've got Amazon, which is one hundred and ten dollars a year. I think thirty nine now. Oh jeez. Or either one hundred and nineteen or one hundred and twenty. Okay. You I got, don't know. You've don't also care. got Peacock and Hulu. No, don't have Hulu. Just Peacock. Why don't you care? Let me ask you that. Why don't you care? Let me. Let's hear that rebuttal. Why don't you care? Why don't I care about what? About spending probably. But collectively, two hundred and fifty bucks, three hundred bucks a month for entertainment stuff. That's redundant. Because it's money down. Yeah, it's money down the toilet. Yeah. It's got fifteen hundred movies. What the hell does they need to have a streaming service for? <laughs> well, that's what I was. That's exactly. what my. That's my. Well, that's my point. There's good shows on PBS. Right. Well, but but why do you? 
why do you have those services and why are you spending it monetarily if you don't because amazon prime video comes with it it's free with your amazon Amazon prime Prime. okay so they just started charging to do away and does that come with with live tv too no yes the 139 covers live as some, well? Some live TV, but I don't know okay. what channels. Okay. Whatever we were looking at earlier. There's some channels, maybe right. not maybe not local channels. Yeah, it's not going to be any local channels. Well, we also so had another I... fan uh, call in, uh, Aaron, which is also a di- crazy disc warrior as well, disc versus streaming. Um, he kind of let us in on some information where Amazon, you can actually use the Amazon Cube as a DVR for your OTA cable television, yeah. No OTA over the air stuff. Over the air stuff, yeah. OTA, thank you. I like that OTA. It sounds like OTA. I like that. So, Ian, do you know a lot about the ATC 3.0 and 3.2 and 3.4 tuners? Is ATSC. That, yeah. Uh, no. Okay. No, I was just no because I, I was I I, st- I came across it the other day. It's the over the air thing. These new tuners that yep. they're building in smart TVs. Yep. And allegedly it has built-in technology where people are going to be able to start interacting with TV, meaning if you're on the shopping channel, you can click a button on your remote and order it off the TV screen. So weird because my brother Jason about 30 years ago was having this conversation with my grandpa saying, you know, sooner or later you're gonna be able to do this, you know, things like that. I'm surprised Amazon doesn't have their own shopping channel. They do. you know. They're God. All right. See, you don't get in. You don't like. So they actually have a shopping channel. Yeah, but this is a, this is another issue with all these streaming services. The more you've got, the more content it's there overlap. is. It's overlap, and it's it's overload. Well, I told Tony the other day. You know, uh, G walks in the door, and I'm sitting there, and the TV's <laughs> off, and I'm half asleep on the couch, and my phone's there. She's like, "What are you doing, sitting in the dark?" And I was like, "Oh." Sorry, I fell asleep trying to make a choice of what the heck I was going to watch. I can't even make a choice of what I want to watch anymore. I hand her the remote because I'm like, I don't know what you want. I can't make it's too much. It's it's like going to the Cheesecake Factory and looking at the menu. It's just too much stuff. I mean, I didn't have this problem last year. Well, just going back because the TV was always on the Hallmark Channel. Sure. Oh, right. Yeah. No, Hallmark or HGTV. Golden yeah. Girls is one of the funniest shit shows out there. I need to go. I've never, you know, I've ne- I wasn't allowed to watch Golden Girls it growing is, up. It is one of the funniest shows out there. Yeah. Anyway, but that was the kind of stuff. Right. Was like, I didn't worry, but every so often I'd. Okay, so you use all the things and don't care. You don't, the, the, the monetary monthly expenditure doesn't really bug well, you. As much. There are so many benefits to having Amazon Prime that the video is only one of them, so I'm not paying that much. Because well, you're using the shopping side of it more than the the shopping side. TV is like storage, okay, it's there. I'm going to use it. Amazon Music, right. you know. So yeah, I've got all that, and uh, I don't think there's any way. But you can extend that to other members of your family. That one thing. So it's like. You, can you mean your prime your prime video account? You yeah, can? you can have different profiles set up for different people, and then you know you watch your kids. You know how kids. many you can use at the same? Not off the top of my head, time. but yeah. you can have different profiles, different watch lists. People can watch different stuff on their right. own. Like somebody could watch something yeah. in your bedroom, some living room. It it stores where you get to, so I can go back and start watching something if I'm you know take my iPad out and watch something right. at Starbucks. I can carry on watching that show. Well, so I found that. 
I don't miss live television. Like, I don't miss it at all. Like, I have no desire to see The Voice when The Voice comes on. I hate that. I don't want another... to see The Voice anyway. But it, the, <laughs> I have no desire to watch The Voice live when it comes on because of On Demand. It's like, I don't need it. You know, I don't, I don't need a DVR. I don't need it. Or in, they call it NVR now. But Amazon is three streams at once. Three streams at one time. So, but for 139. So, that's the thing is, I don't feel like I need live television anymore unless you're unless you want to watch formula one f1 sports astros whatever you know unless you want to watch any of those things uh on fubo i could watch both at the same time that's true with the multi-view you didn't know about that did you i don't want to watch both at the same time (laughs) but if you did you could that's a female thing if you do yeah no i'm a I, I, I'm a multitasker. I think that's why I like DJing is because I like to do multiple things at the same time. Right. And I'm keeping up with all of them. Right. Yeah. I'm, I can't do that. And I'm getting to the age where I can't even remember what I've read. And what you walked in the kitchen for. Yeah. <laughs> I used to... Where work. did I put that check? There it used to be me, a guy Where did I put with. the wireless thing? It just, wireless it just took me... A whole day to find a check that somebody gave me for something, and I'd put it down, and I knew I'd put it down, and I just couldn't remember where. You can almost see it. You yeah. can see yourself. You can see. And when where I finally saw it, it, it's like, yeah, cussing myself out for being a yeah. whatever the word is. Geezer. And it's like, yeah, miser. There's that check. <laughs> and why did I put it there? Oh, I was on my way to the bathroom, and I didn't want to take it in the bathroom in case it got wet. Like I remember then why it was where it was, but. So, OTA things, we have, there are DVR or NVR, whatever you want to call them. I think it's DVR now. DVR. PVR. Solutions for OTA. So, if you do not. So, Aaron, uh, that was the phone call that Aaron had just said. We were on the phone with Aaron. Aaron had just said, he had called me out of the blue because he had listened to the cast and said, Hey, um, actually, I canceled everything altogether. I use over-the-air antenna with my Amazon DVR, and I get um, 55 or 65 channels, I think, over-the-air, all high-definition, some of them 4K. And then the other thing he had, well, the one question I should have asked him, and Aaron, write in or call in if you, when you hear this uh, after, I don't know if you can access that NVR footage via other fire sticks in your home. I don't know how that part works, like a Plex server or something like that. Because I know Plex, you can do that, but I don't know if you can do that. What we need to find out is if that goes into the quote-unquote my stuff. Because if it goes into the my stuff, right. then you should be able to yeah. access it. But that's what we need to find out is does it go into your my stuff? Right. You know, and then you can access it or is it, you know. Yeah, but I'm perfectly happy watching things the next day on demand. Like if something comes on on demand, I'm perfectly happy okay. watching it the Just next day. Just reprogram yourself on yeah. when shows come out. But I use, I, I follow that philosophy using the Comcast box. I never watch anything live. Except the Astros. But I don't have to fast-forward through commercials. Say that again? I don't have to fast-forward through commercials. No, but with Xfinity, it's easy. And when you've got the Harmony Hub <laughs> set up right, it's a piece of cake. <laughs> the Harmony Hub that they don't make anymore. Right. High-tech so, redneck. Yeah, so yeah I, there I, we go. 
I don't watch anything. It's all recorded. I've got several shows set up that record, like the rookie, not the Wookie, the rookie. Ian, um, what was your philosophy? I don't like paying for anything. No, that's the... right. So I'm, I'm already, <laughs> I'm already invested in Amazon. But you are paying for everything. But I'm invested in Amazon Prime. Can't do anything about that because you enjoy the shopping going away. services. That's not going away. Video is a perk. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, if I wanted no ads video now, I've got to pay them five, seven, eight, whatever it is a month. Right. But I think I'd... it's 11. Amazon Prime, it's like Bucks. $2 and some change. Oh, so it's not a whole lot then. All right. Yeah. But I get Peacock. Per month, of course. Yeah. From Amazon, do you get Peacock? No, Peacock because it's, it's, it's Xfinity. Xfinity. And I get the... Oh, that's right. Because when you go into Peacock, it says it asks you if you have a cable service provider, and if you don't, then you then that's when you pay the eleven yes. bucks. And because my Xfinity account is God knows how many years long, I am on their top level tier of rewards, as right. they call it, and the Peacock's paid for out of that. Right. So I don't have to pay for that one. So, so you're never going to cancel Xfinity. Probably not. Yeah. In actual fact, I'm considering adding, and you, this is going to make a lot of people laugh, I've still got a home phone. Oh, okay. Now, for lots of sentimental reasons, I want to keep that phone number. Now, sure. I've considered all the options. My parents are the same way. My parents still have their home phone number because they've had it for 30-plus years. Or Well, this, you know. this was my wife's home phone number going back to the year dot. Right. Right. I, I want to keep that number. I could do it one of several ways, but the most, the best way for me at the moment is to. It's currently on Vonage because that's the VoIP. Got, yeah, you could do the. Well, that's got all the international calling things. Right. So it doesn't cost me anything to call anybody Your in family. England. Yeah. Right. But I might, actually, I don't use that anymore because we have WhatsApp. Right. So I'm thinking of cancelling the Vonage, which is I've already cut it down, but it's still forty-seven dollars a month. Ooh, oh, oh okay. yeah. That's including taxes, fees, and all the other stuff. Okay. Comcast told me they can add that phone number for a phone account to my Xfinity account for either $10, $15 a month. Okay. So that's just me keeping the number and saving $30-something a month. Um, for sentimental reasons right. more than anything well, sure. else. But yeah. I could add it to my T-Mobile uh, as a second line on a eSIM. Okay. So I could have it actually on my cell phone. But yep. that's too complicated. Yep. Um, so no, I'm not going to get rid of Xfinity for that reason. I've, having worked for you and for previous entities here, Yeah. I have experienced Spectrum, Charter, Consolidated, AT&T and Comcast. And I would say I wouldn't go with any of the Any others. of them. That's so what I I cancelled mine because I was with uh, one of those you just listed that wasn't the main one. It was either Charter or Consolidate. Consolidate yeah. is what I was yeah. with. The TV service was so awful that I didn't bother hooking up. I hooked up the box and it was so awful I didn't bother hooking it up anywhere else in my home because it was just garbage. Yeah, yeah. no, just the quality, even the HD stuff was bad and was garbage and i just did not enjoy it and i canceled it i just i just i can't i uh we that's when i that that was five six years ago that's when we can't we cut the cord so yeah. to speak but i mean i i say i i don't have i don't have a thing for at&t but within our neighborhood 
like on a Facebook page, it's like, is your internet down? Say all you, the time. Are you yeah. on AT and T? Yeah. Well, tough shit. Are yeah. you on Comcast? No. Well, it's because fiber is really easy to damage. Really easy to yeah. damage. Really easy to cut. They don't bury the line. There's yeah. a lot of stuff that goes into that. And yeah, Tony, my my friend Tony, not this. Tony. There's another Tony. Another Tony breeding. Yeah. Well, he was on AT and T, and. They had a big problem because he had DirecTV with it because they, for the not the first time in recent history, they had a dispute with Tegna and they dropped Channel 11. Is that right? Channel 11? AT&T, yes, they dropped. Well, whatever the Astros were on is what they dropped. No, it wasn't just that. It was, the, it was the network. Oh. It was the network affiliate for Tegna, which is, I think, Channel 11. Um, okay. CBS. But CBS. They, it was like, no, you can't get CBS on, on AT&T anymore. Which means you can't watch football. You can't watch anything Yeah, that's on CBS. Right. So he got pissed with that. Um, and he said, what's Xfinity like? So I told him. And next thing I know, he's called me. He's switched. I like the Xfinity remote. You can't. I cannot deny Xfinity on their remote. That's a cool remote. The new Xfinity the remote. The new, new one? Or is there a newer, newer one? No, there's just, just the new, just the crap. I don't like the newest one. Yes, yeah, yeah, CBS West Channel 11. The one with yeah, the mic, the one that has the microphone button that's uh, where you can hit the microphone and say Tom Cruise yes. or this. Or okay, that, so the one I use this. came with my first Xfinity box, right. and it's the it original. Really, it's the OG Xfinity microphone remote. Right, but I then, didn't realize there was a new new. Oh one. no! But then I updated the box to a 4K box, and they oh. gave me a new remote with it. But it's the same. You can pair them up, whatever, whatever. But you can't even press the arrow buttons because they're just... Oh, it's tiny. It's like yeah. terrible. So Let me ask you this. So anyway, you, before, I do, before you no, do... No, go ahead. So Tony's like, what's excellent? I told him, whatever. I said, if you need any help looking at it, go in and talk to him, whatever. But the next thing I know, he's called me. He said, we switched over. We're getting Xfinity installed on Monday. And he said, and we've switched our phones over as well. Well, he was on Verizon. So he's got now a whole bundle of... Um, internet, TV, and phones, and he's he's saved about half of what he was paying to AT and T Direct and Verizon. So this is a weird question, out of left field, but related, uh, because you are older, uh, not ancient, but older. Do you find the Amazon remote, Roku remote, and the Apple TV remote problematic with, with for navigation? The reason why I'm asking that is because you just said what you said about the Xfinity remote. That's because Tony and I were talking about that being the down. Because here's the thing. Are you talking about one like this? Well, like that. Yeah, or, the, the old school one that's like black on the top. Silver well, not even that. The new one. They have a new silver one. I don't know if uh, you've seen the new silver one. Uh, I think there's one in well, the other room. But, I don't know. But, I have an Apple TV, but it's now been relegated to a location where it's not even connected to a TV. Right. And it's purely there as Apple HomeKit and it talks Bluetooth to door locks and it right. does all those So stuff. you're not but do you but on the remote standpoint you didn't like like the newest con Xfinity remote because the, the buttons were too close together. Do you find the Roku remote and the Amazon remote and things like that to be cumbersome or problematic? Because of because of multifunction of buttons, meaning you don't have a button for guide, you don't have a button for info, you don't have a button for that. You have consolidated features and with less buttons. Do you find that more complicated? 
Amazon, not too bad. Roku, I've given up on. Okay. I only had Roku for the Xfinity stream. Now it's on Fire Stick as well. Right. But I do not use their remotes. Okay. I have a Logitech Harmony well, Hub. Right, but for the ninety so, percent of the population that can't get one of those amazing exactly. things. Exactly. So I don't all right, then I cannot answer your question. I okay. like I like the Xfinity remote that I've got. Well you which can because you use the other remotes. So well, but did you find do you find the multifunction aspect of that confusing for people that are trying to adopt streaming that have used cable boxes for their entire life? Not use specific I mean can you can you line up with that belief? Maybe not you in general, because you're a technical guru wizard. I guess the um, the benefits, like you say, of you and it's it's not down to laziness, but you've got the voice remote on most of these things, so you okay. can just press the button, say what you want, and something will come up that okay. might or might not. So be you what enjoy you you enjoy very much the voice stuff. You're not creeped out about it at all. No, because I've told you I'm Alexified. I use Echo and Alexa. Right, and you don't care. It doesn't bother you that there's something listening Siri, to your stuff all no, the time. No, I, I, I talk to them all. They probably, listens to it anyway. They probably talk to me, talk to each other behind my back. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> you know, I, I can This go man over. ate a cheese and pickle at three o'clock. Yeah. You know me. I like to integrate stuff. Yeah. So I've got all sorts of stuff integrated. That shouldn't work together, that do work together to because of his high-tech wizardry. Yeah. That I have to ask to do what it is I want to ask. Yeah. You know, You've had that derail though before a couple times. Well, I've got over those problems. Well, it, mainly it's because whatever app developer that you were using to bridge the gap decides they don't want to be a developer anymore, and then they well, just kind of. But it was all down yeah. to do with the proprietoriness of MyQ. Okay. And the garage door opener, oh, well, which I've still got. And every time the door opens or closes, I get a notification Mr. on Grain, the phone. Your lordship, yeah, the garage door is open. But in fact, your watch the, is listening to you now because yeah, I can see a transcript going across absolutely. your watch. <laughs> no, it's just, this is actually Eero telling me. Never right. have that problem with my Samsung. Does it work? Yes, actually okay, it does. So, it works great. Hang on. Somebody must have said the S word. Well, that shit. or it thought it did. It thought it said the S word. Now, this, this notice on the phone is just telling me that Eros will update tonight. Oh, okay. Gotcha. The, um... That's the funny part about this. So, we have our high-tech redneck that doesn't like to spend money on anything that's now okay with spending his money on everything that has to do with streaming. No, but... I spend money on all sorts of stuff. Uh, well, I, unless yes, I'm we know getting, that. Unless I think I'm getting a bargain, I'm not going to spend the money. Okay. Very good. No, I, I just I think it's brilliant. I love it. I, I just love spend... It. S- this is why you're here. But I just this is spend, why you're always welcome on the podcast, because it's just, it's just a different... It's a third perspective that's typically out from Mars, left field, that we haven't thought of. So I just spent... What's brilliant about it. 800 bucks upgrading a 2014 Maxima to full CarPlay, wireless CarPlay. And it's the best thing I ever did. And it's brilliant. To do yeah. that car. Yeah. I'm looking at putting a Tesla-style screen in the Mustang. Uh, my, I think my nephew was telling me about that, that you could you could do that. So, you know, what's funny is my brother, Jay, Jay, well, you know Jason. Yeah. Jay, Jay, he hates 
the I don't think you have it in your car, but I, but in the newest Mustang, I think the dashboard has glass that goes all the way down. That's that's digital or mine's, something. Mine's standard clocks. Right. He hates it. He and just a, uh, he goes. It doesn't a, feel like a Mustang anymore. And a standard nav screen in the middle. Yeah. But no. So yours is still muscle car built. He loves the performance of the new Mustang, but he does not like the new dashboard. He thinks the new dashboard just looks over the top. like crap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not like crap, but it just looks. It's it'd just look not okay. a Mustang. No, it look okay in a Mercedes. Right. But you know what? You say that. I feel like. So I've owned several BMWs over the years. I actually miss the OG orange gauges because it felt European. It felt, it it felt like it was something different. But now it just it, now I have digital gauges that do split screen when the car gets mad and uh, scares the bejeebers out of me when it's Halloween because there's a video that comes across my screen at full yeah. blast. I'm, uh, I was just thinking, I'm feeling sorry for Tony. Because he's now got two people that won't stop talking. That's true. <laughs> he just jumps in. All right, Tony, you're going to have to go for it. Say something. Something. See, there you oh, go. Okay. See, yeah, no. I didn't want him to feel left out. Well, I call, we, him, I, going... I call him Silent Bob most of the time just because it's Silent Bob. Silent Bob. Well, Jay and Silent Bob is a movie. I, because he just kind of, he nods. Well, I don't interrupt. That's why we got to have a video cast because you have to interrupt. You always interrupt in podcasts. It's just what you do. Well, it was like before we started, I said, is this going to be like the Three Stooges? But it isn't because. Larry, it's... Curly, and Silent. Mo. Yeah, well, yeah. well, I know, but he's silent, silent, so I call it silent. silent. He kind of has the most haircut, silent though. movie. Just more modern. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's. I'll say that's a podcast, uh, our weekend wrap-up, recap, unless we talked about light bulb, we talked about cutting the cord, we talked about my... disc versus digital. Oh, sorry. I didn't finish. Oh, Ian, Ian. So, hey. Hold up. He's got something to say still. Oh, okay. Cord cut in. One of the points you said was about paying for extra boxes. Right. And we did slightly touch on it earlier. Right. I use Xfinity Stream on the Fire TV. You can do it on the Roku right. and Apple and whatever, whatever. And it, you actually get the picture and the sound before the Xfinity box That's gets what you it. were saying. And the quality's better too, right? Or is it the same? It's about do you the same. not notice? Yeah, it's it's about the same. But um, on direct TV. So I don't have to pay. two different services. I don't have to pay X amount per box He's per right. Room. What's that? Direct TV. It's two different services. So. There's Direct TV Stream. Yes. And there's Direct TV. So, yes. so no. if you so so Xfinity you, bundles that in. Then. Well, well so here's two the, separate companies. Here's the interesting Those thing. No, no, no. Companies. So here's the interesting thing about Direct know, TV, just, though. My point is, though, is like, yeah, with Xfinity, yes, you got Xfinity Stream that's included in. With Direct TV. They separate the two. It's two so, different things. Yeah, because one was to do with Uverse so, and the other one was to do with DirecTV. So they they were no 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 no. I, that, that's I, not what that it, that wasn't the wavelength he was on. I understood what he was saying. Right. He said on DirecTV, you it's either DirecTV or DirecTV Stream, but it's two right. different. It's two different services. They don't consolidate yes. for your billing. Right. You know that you don't uh, get you, one with the other. You could you can. Pay for DirecTV um, separately from your DirecTV Stream. But they are they are not consolidated as you put it, Justin. They are they are yeah. It's not like things. it's not like a, hey, let me give you this. Here's the interesting part. Another interesting part about Directv that's completely different than Ian's point because different services. He just pointed out was that 
There have been instances where DirecTV will come to clients' homes and get overwhelmed by the audio video system that they may or may not have and start opting out of installing boxes. They will, they just want to install DirecTV Stream. So they're, I, I don't know if their employees are, are being encouraged to move them, move the client into Stream and not in the other there's also well, i think it's going to that anyway well, I think one the of actual our, boxes are going to disappear anyway. well we it's like what jason and With i had companies. seen yeah. at uh, one of our clients homes direct tv stream is now offered in a hockey puck looking thing mm. that comes with a full-size direct tv remote now that just but if it's still got the hockey puck is it still really stream yes because it's on the internet it's not hooked to coaxial mm. or a satellite but it's not, it has not. It's not hooked into a satellite at all. The Xfinity. Yeah, but my parents' Directv box is not is hooked up to their Wi-Fi network, and it's still considered Directv. It's not Directv. But how many stream. boxes do they have? Two. So there's probably one box that's actually either hardwired to the internet or hooked up coaxial. Then. Nope. I don't know that. That's a, interesting. Strange. No, they swim boxes and all sorts of yeah. yeah. I know Dish kind of did that with the hopper. But you see, thing. Xfinity X1 box is technically now just a streaming device. It does not have any hard disks in it. it mm -hmm. All the recordings done up there in the cloud. Right, because you can get you can record something in your living room and then go to your bedroom and watch it. Correct. And it's pulling it back from the server where you recorded it to. Okay. Over coax. So why use recording over on demand? Because that's what's there. That's what I've got. Don't you have... Doesn't Xfinity... Do they not have an on-demand thing, too? Where you just can look up a show and watch it on demand? They do, but you've got to have Xfinity to have Xfinity on demand. Well, I know that. But why record when you can use on-demand? Um, Creature okay. of habit? Yeah, well, it's kind of going old school again. You talked about skipping adverts. Right. With Comcast Xfinity, when you were fast forwarding through show and it's really only on network shows but that's probably all but right. it'll have a blue line and then every so often there'll be an orange oh, you can block do the skip. Yeah. and when you get to that orange thing you press fast forward and when it gets to the end of the orange thing it stops and starts playing again oh. now if you set up your remote like mine <laughs> that you press the, the and hold will not be mentioned. if you press and hold fast forward it sends four fast-forward commands to the TV, which is effectively the fastest it can go without going lightning speed mm -hmm. and getting to the end without you blinking. But it will go one, two, three, four on screen. It comes up one, two, three, four. The thing goes zzz, adverts over. Show carries on. Yeah, I think now, out of all of them, direct, the Xfinity is probably yeah. one of the better of the services. For if sure. you happen to delete that show and you want to watch it again, sure, you can go in and probably find it on demand. But when you watch it, you have to watch the commercials. You cannot skip commercials. You press fast forward, it says So not Xfinity does not have a commercialist on demand? No. Okay, so that's what I love about Hulu. Hulu is commercialist on demand. And it's amazing. It's awesome. Uh, yeah. I, I, like, I like it for that reason because you can, if I pay $3 more a month, I don't have any commercials. doesn't matter what show you're watching. It just, it just zaps the show. But watching stuff on Peacock and Prime, yes, you have commercials, but they Do play... Do you have it on Peacock? I know at the beginning you might, but not That's what during. I'm saying. Yeah. The commercials on Peacock and Prime are at the beginning. 
at the beginning. Yeah, so which that's like, fine. Who cares? Yeah, yeah you, that's like, when you're getting your popcorn or yeah, your whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, watch this. You know, watch this presentation by our sponsors, right. and then it'll come and say, "Now enjoy your movie." It's like, okay, I'll enjoy right. the movie. Right. So okay. I'm, not, I'm not having to put up with commercials, but everything there's commercials everywhere. It doesn't matter what you do. You listen to the radio. You watch TV. It's like YouTube. Everything. You drive down the street. Yeah. You, you know, I mean that Alexa device you talking about the one that swivels round I mean it keeps coming up with sponsored stuff it's like oh, I don't have to look at it no you know no well but that's a map to a whole different type of technology because that's like it's it knows your buying habits and it and if it sees your buying habits it'll pop up stuff that I don't know where it gets some of its ideas from I really don't what do you mean some of the stuff that comes up you, you might be interested in this right you don't understand my British brain I am right. not interested right and yeah. I happen to have bought that last week. That's why week. we call it Amazon, not Amazon. Why would I buy that when I bought it last week? Oh, yeah. maybe because I didn't buy it from you. I got it somewhere cheaper. Right. But. That's right. Just like you bought your cat wheel. The, the, absolutely. Know. Yeah. You it was on Amazon. Coupon. I bought it direct because it was cheaper. Yeah. I bought that 70 volt amplifier direct from Soundtown. It was cheaper. 20 bucks cheaper. Yep. That makes sense. But the reason I knew where it was was because Amazon said it was on their website for 119 direct from the dealer. So I said, okay, well, I'll go direct. So, and that's how I think Blu-rays are going to happen. I think Blu-rays are going to do that directly from the movie studio. To me, that's about the only way that that format can survive with stores not buying mass quantities of all this stuff. Anyway, they probably won't be making movies much longer anyway. You know, the way the world's going, who knows? Well, you never know on that one. Um, It'll be, they'll be banned like books. Oh, oh, yeah, no, I got you. I see where you're going with that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Everybody's offended of everything. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But it's, that's the thing is... is I'm offended uh, by people's offensiveness. I'm offended by your offensiveness. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, no, I'm just fascinated because, you know, we're learning more and more about the streaming category. Again, we, we had stated that this year the Super Bowl was actually watched more on a streaming platform than it was online. But my television. point on that is how many people he speaks. how Sorry. many people were using DirecTV Stream, Xfinity Stream, That's and true. all that. You could be cheating. So, could so be cheating. how how yeah. can you sit there and say, Oh, well they were streaming it? Well, if their cable service is through Direct TV Stream, then hell yeah they were streaming it because that's how they wrong. do it. He's not wrong. Technically So you've got a false Xfinity, number. Comcast Xfinity X one is streaming it. Right. So well, you, so once again you just illustrated what you just said. You have a false number. In all yeah. technical you still have in my opinion if you have a physical device that's hooked to their service that runs through your neighborhood yes then in all technicality in the technical uh, your honor world your honor it's not streaming because it's being broadcast through their copper unless you're using xfinity stream in one of the other rooms where you do not have a box but in mo- but in that case it's still being brought in through their service via yes. their portal I mean, but are, but but if you're accessing it through the avenue of the stream oh i agree i completely agree no with what, what, what i'm saying. saying is that like if you go onto your apple tv and you click on direct tv cool. stream 
Well, then that's that's going to be I mean, streaming, even though it's using the internet that is piped into your house. Well, do you think you do you actually think most sports bars are now using Direct TV cable boxes? No, no, they're using very few of them. Apples. Some, but very they're using few. Apple TVs, or they're using this, or they're using that, and because you know why? Because you can get ten TVs and watch ten different things and pay sixty nine dollars a month. You know, don't think they're not doing it. I mean, it happens. Well, they're in- using HDMI splitters, we know, because we install them all the time. Yeah. Well, that too. But but it's like, it's There's just. There's nothing illegal about that, well, though. no. No, but if you want to watch different channels, that's what I'm saying. They don't have to have a rental fee of 10 different boxes or whatever. But yes, I, I see. I think that number is actually skewed a little bit because. Because if somebody was using DirecTV Stream, then yes, technically that's a streaming platform. Or Xfinity Stream, then it's a streaming platform. I think they were comparing that to like the OTA that Ian was talking about, which means the, the antenna. So Over the air. Over the air, but I love that. I'm going to use that from here on out, OTA. I just like it. I'm just going like, to find a reason to say it. You like TLA, then? What is TLA? Three-letter abbreviation. (laughs) And on that note, that's our high-tech redneck for you. Um, I think that's the recap for the weekend show. Uh, Unless we can find something else mindless to talk about. Uh, And he never even mentioned the glasses. And we never mentioned the glasses. Don't get that. That's going to be another show because that's going to be different. But... Um, thank you for tuning in on your weekend day. Hopefully, uh, if you're this bored that you would listen to it, that would be amazing. You can find us on Spotify, RSS, Amazon Music, uh, as Ian would say, um, Apple Podcast, uh, ISS, something, we're everywhere now. We're going global. Uh, stay tuned for more stuff with expert interviews, all that, all the things. And you guys have a great weekend. I'm Justin. And I'm Tony. And then this is... Harry Potter. <laughs> have a good weekend, guys. Bye.